Hey, let's pray and get into the word. Father, we thank you for your word. Your word is always true. It's always on time. God, thank you for opening up our hearts to be able to see all that you have for us today. Father, we receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So we're going to talk a little bit about the heart, about changing your heart, change what you see. Uh, a lot of times, man, we get into we get into this uh, social media mentality, right, where everything's on our phone, and what we see affects our heart. It affects the way we think. It. Uh, I'm going to show you where it all starts according to God's word, because that's what's important. Amen. It's not my opinion. It's in God's word. And uh, so, if you don't like the way your life is going, change your heart. Change what you see. Amen. Amen. Uh, we can put faith pictures into our hearts as opposed to the stuff that we're seeing on Instagram and Facebook and all the news sites out there man we got to remember man that that stuff's going on and it's in this world but we are not of this world yes we're in it but we're not of it and when we see that man we come together as one family one family we don't look at anything else but Christ and that's a blessing that's a place to be right amen that's the only place we're going to find peace yes all right let's do it so we're going to jump right in. We're going to go to Proverbs 4. Uh, this is a very, some of you guys are, uh, so, some, some, sometimes I can read stuff over and over again, but I love when I can read it and see new things. Amen. The Bible is new. The Bible is alive and you can see more and more each time you open it up. It says, my son, give attention to my words. Incline your ears to, to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart for they are life to those who find them in health. To all their flesh. You know what that means, guys? Honestly, every time you, like, are under the word of God, your body is actually healing. That, that's exactly what it's saying right there. It, 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 his, his words are so alive that they, uh, they literally affect us physically. And I don't know if you ever thought about the more you focus on sickness, the more you Google what disease you might have, right, when you become your own doctor. <laughs> Anybody do that? Yeah. So <laughs> you don't have to raise your hand. People do that, man. And then they and then they it'll say, man, you'll 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 develop a scratchy throat if you have this. And all of a sudden, what happens? <laughs> you start to have a scratchy throat and we don't think about it. We're like we we our mind succumbs to what we're told to to, to look for. Amen. So when you're looking in the word and you see all the stuff that Jesus has done for us, it's the opposite effect. It's also true. And, and, and the other one's a lie, honestly. This is the truth. You, if you're feeling sick, if you are suffering from some kind of disease, go and read all the miracles where Jesus healed those diseases. And you will see your body change. You will. Because th th that's what it says. It's life, to, it's life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Now, that's an interesting word, the word issues. In the Greek, I wish you guys would look that up because it is unbelievable. It literally means the source of life. The source of life come from the words of God. Now, that makes sense because our heart, physically our heart, without our heart, man, we're dead, right? You can, you can live for a little bit of time without lungs, without kidneys, without, you know, some portions of your body. But your heart, your heart is essential, Amen. And so we have to know that the source of life is our heart physically, but also spiritually speaking, it's the source of life. Amen. So ooh, I want to go back to this for they are life to those who find them and help to all their flesh. We have to know that every time we open up the book, 
it, it, what does it mean to keep your eyes on the on his words like keep your eyes there uh, if you go back and you look if you go back not that far back <laughs> if you go back it says it says uh my son give attention to my words incline your ear to my saying do not let them depart from your eyes does that mean that you literally have to keep the bible in front of your eyes the whole time even when you're driving walking and all that stuff no man it's a picture it's a picture of of god's word in your mind god speaks in pictures that's what he does. Uh, our minds are, are uh, we have the, the dialogizomai part of our mind, which is the, um, it's the analytical part. But we have the dio, um, noia, dio noia, dia noia part of our mind, which is Greek. But it's, it, it's the picture part of our mind. Now, when you think, do you think in pictures or do you think in um, analytical sense? Right. So, you know, the saying a picture is worth a thousand words, right? Somebody can come up to me with a thousand words and I still wouldn't get it. But if they showed me a picture. I get it. Do You guys know that the early uh, Greek, if you think about back when they were doing this, pictures were how they how they wrote. Right. Even the Hebrew alphabet is pictures. It's pictures and each picture has a letter attached to it. Yeah. Like bet. The letter B is a house where we get. Bethlehem, the house of bread from, right? So Hebrew is, is pictures. God's Bible is a picture book. He knows that affects us. Now, if God knows that, does Satan know that? So you want to know why things like pornography are so spread out across America. It's such a hard thing for a lot of people, men and women, uh, to deal with is because it's pictures. It's pictures. Anybody ever see a scary movie? And you can't forget some scenes, right? I still, if I go to the kitchen in the middle of the night and open up the refrigerator door, I like peek around it. Because <laughs> I know if I shut it, there's going to be some little kid with a doll there. <laughs> and I'm going to be drop kicking somebody, right? <laughs> it could be one of my kids, but because of that memory I had, <laughs> scary stuff, man, right? Uh, pictures, pictures are, they're very valuable to us. It's, it's how our mind works. Um, if you see his word and it drops into your heart, that's, that's literally what it's saying here. It's saying, see his word, do not let them part from your eyes, keep them in the midst of your heart. You see his word in a picture, it drops in your heart, right? And when it drops in your heart, that's where health comes from. You see, that's the, that's the, um, the order of God's word there. And then it says, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it spring the issues of life. That is literally the source of life. How do you how do you have life when the Bible says that Jesus has given us life and life more abundantly? It's one thing to quote that verse. It's another thing to let it drop in your heart. Let it drop in your heart. Right. You see that you read it. You have a faith picture of what life more abundantly looks like. It drops in your heart. And that's when you start speaking, that's how it happens. See, we think that we think something and we speak it, but we, we forget the heart part. It's the most important part, right? Life and health come out of your heart. That's what we just read. See that? Keep your heart with all diligence. With all you can keep, keep your heart. That's how it reads in the Hebrew. With all you can keep, keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it spring the issues of life. Now, in context, we read it. We just read it. You see God's word. You see it. It's a picture. You see God's word. It drops down into your heart. 
and out of that life. So what is this? Look at look at Luke six. Jesus said it this way. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil for out of out of the abundance of the heart. His mouth speaks. So whatever you say from your heart, you will have it like when you speak something from your heart, you speak it out that that makes it manifest. You see there the abundance of the heart. His mouth speaks. Whatever you speak shows what's in your heart. You get people that cuss all the time, people that are negative all the time. It's because they don't have faith in their heart. They don't. It springs from the heart. We think it comes from the mind, but it comes from your heart. If you don't like what you see in your life, change your heart. Change your heart. Whatever you speak shows the fullness of your heart. Good or bad. If you are looking for something in your family that's not there, change your heart. Don't try to change it with words. Change your heart. And then out of that heart will spring forth good treasure. Amen? Because if you realize in your heart what God has done for you, your heart, by the way, is, is your soul, your emotions. It's not like your physical heart. It's, it's your inner man, your inner woman. It's your emotions, everything that you, that you deal with inside and struggle with sometimes. Man, all that stuff, that's your heart. And when you change your heart to say, wait a minute. I know God's for me. I know God will, will give me all things because he did that through Jesus. He didn't hold anything back. When the Bible says we have everything that pertains to life, that should tell you something. In the, even in the English version, that should tell you something. When it says we have, is that past, present, or future? It doesn't mean we're trying to find it. We have it. We have it, but if doubt gets in your heart, then you start to speak things of fear. Things of doubt. God wants you to be secure in your heart. Amen? If you don't like what you see in your life, change your heart. That's what, that's what we have control over. We can change our heart. We can know that God gave us a new heart. Because I am a new creation. We talked about this with the youth Wednesday night. Uh, would you rather have, uh, well, it, it, the Bible says, the Bible says this in the Old Covenant, in the Old Testament, that the heart is deceitful among everything. Wickedly deceitful. But in the New Covenant, the Bible says that God made us a new creation. He gave us a new heart. Amen? So everything we have, he made all things. Say all things. All things, including your heart. He made all things new. We do have a new heart. We don't have to beg God for a new heart. We don't have to say, give me a new heart. Give me a clean heart. Give me a pure heart. He's already given it to us. We have it. There was a change at the cross. We have that. Keep your heart with all diligence for out of it spring the issues of life. Don't forget that all of life come from your heart. Everything. You will have whatever you say. It's all about your heart. It's not just your mind. Metanoia is to change your mind, but we just saw it's a noia is a faith picture. It's a picture, but it comes from your heart. It doesn't just pop in your mind. It comes from your heart. That's why he says keep your heart. Keep your heart there. All right, so what is the heart? We just talked about it. Dia means through the means of, right, the channel of. Dialogizomai is, is, uh, is the, the mental part, the analytical part of the mind. But, but dianoia, by the, means of, by the means of pictures in our mind. Does your mind work by pictures? 
Yeah, it does. It does. If you read a book, are you reading the words on the book or is there a picture in your mind? Right. How about if you ever read a book that became a movie and you read a book and you had your idea in your mind of what this dude looked like. But then you saw the movie and you're like, oh. Right. I'm like that ain't what I picture. Right. So we even when we read books, we have a picture of mind. Even if you read medical books, listen, they don't just have words. They have graphs, pictures. When people see there's studies done in, in, uh, in my organization where if you show a doctor a picture, it, it's a lot more than just speaking words to him. Isn't that right? So pictures matter. What you put in your, what you see matters because it drops in your heart. So what are you seeing? Are you seeing lack? Are you seeing a hopeless world? Are you seeing poor images in Instagram? Poor images on Facebook? I'm not condemning any of you. I'm just saying change what you see. If you don't like the way life's going, change what you see. You have that ability to do that, believe it or not. Amen? The greatest corporations in the world know through marketing that the more they can flash their stuff out there, the more you're amped by it, right? It's just that that's always been known. But don't forget, it came from the Lord. It came from the Lord, right? So here's that, that the word heart, uh, leb, right, that I was trying to show you. It's the inner part, the midst, the midst, the heart, the soul, the heart, mind, knowledge, thinking, reflection, memory, inclination, conscience, heart, the seat of appetites. The uh, seat of emotions and passions. That's what. So when it's talking about the heart, it's not talking about your physical heart. It's talking about the seat of your emotions, your appetites. Amen. It's your inner man, it's your soul. So, the first place in Scripture where the heart is mentioned. Remember that law of first mention. If you see something mentioned for the first time, find out why it's there because there's a meaning there, right? Uh, then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. The word intent there is imaginations. See, the Lord saw their imaginations. He saw their imaginations and he saw the imaginations in their hearts. Before they were ever wicked, it started in their heart. So he saw it and he didn't like it. Now, we know what the story is all about, right? This is Noah, the ark. We know that, no, that God didn't send a flood just to wipe out everybody. It was the, the, the angels had come down and, and messed up the human race. And it was only six people that were pure blood that had not been corrupted by the seed because Satan was trying to corrupt the seed because God told Satan, the seed of this woman will crush you. And ever since God said that, Satan was trying to stop the seed. And so we sent angels down to hook up. And there were six people that were pure. But God saw their heart was evil. He saw that their imaginations, their thought processes, the pictures they were doing, they were seeing. They would see stuff and they would put it into action. And God saw it was evil. But see where he saw it? He saw the imaginations of the thoughts of, shouldn't it say mind? The thoughts of the mind? It says thoughts of the heart. If you don't like what you see, change your heart. Imagination is of the heart. That's what it just said, yeah? Isn't that crazy? I never thought like that. I thought I was here. It's here. 
But I say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already, say already, already, already committed adultery where? In the heart. Now we think it's in the mind because we have pictures. But Jesus says that you've already done it in your heart. And listen, none of us can be perfect. Our hearts are sometimes broken. We live in this fallen world. But that's the moment we have an opportunity to change what we're seeing. Amen? Amen. But I want you to see that they've already done it in their heart. Long before they do it, they already did it in their hearts. Yeah? Here's the first place that's mentioned in the New Testament. The first place hearts mentioned in the New Testament is 5, 8, same chapter we just read. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. See God. Blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see God. Pure in what? Heart. We are blessed when we have a pure heart, we see God. If you don't like what you're seeing, change your heart. Know that God is for you. Don't just speak the verse because it's one thing to meditate and speak out the verse. It's another thing to believe it in your heart first. And then it comes out as a fruit. And it's manifest out there. I can throw Bible scripture at you all day long, but if I don't believe it in my heart, it means nothing. I'm just speaking words. There is a place for speaking like that, but it comes from the heart. And this is something I never saw before. If you, have, if you don't have faith, I say speak out by faith. Just speak it out. I don't believe it. Well, just speak it out anyway. The Bible says just speak it out. But you have to have a heart knowing that God is somewhere. That God is somewhere out there. And he never left you. Amen. That even though it doesn't look right, it doesn't feel right. Even though things in my life, my family's not going on right. My children aren't acting right. I got a lot of fear in here. I got medical issues. I don't know what's going on. It, it, there's no peace there in your heart. But deep down, you know that the Lord is good. Amen. And just that little bit of faith in your heart will cause you to speak differently. Do you believe that, church? Amen. All you need is a little bit of faith, but it's in your heart. It's not just speaking it out. It's in your heart. Thank you, Jesus. Speaking it out, baby. If you don't like what you see in your life, Change your heart. I honestly, <laughs> I, I mean, I felt like the last two weeks I didn't even belong to a church. I felt like I didn't even belong in the kingdom because of all the stuff that's been going on. Life dragging you down. <laughs> the perception of life dragging you down. I, I, uh, and I just missed one Sunday. <laughs> but a lot happened in between there. And, and it's, it's, you know, you go through, we all go through it. It's not just me. But that's why it's so important we don't forsake the assembly. Amen. It's not because you're going to go to hell if you miss church. <laughs> it's because God knows that we need each other. We need each other to build each other back up to be reminded that God is good. It's a family thing. It's not like your earthly family. You know, when people say, hey, the Lord's sending you a message, you better stop running marathons. Because eh? the doctor told me I had arthritis. 
You care what the doctor says. Amen? Amen. I'll listen to it. And he has wisdom. But I got to tell you this, that the Lord doesn't give you a disease to punish you, to get your attention. That's not what he does. He put all, th- he put all that on Jesus. He's a good father. Don't anybody tell you the reason why this is happening is because God's trying to get your attention. No, he's not. He put all that on Jesus. The Lord loves you. The Lord doesn't punish you to get your attention. Otherwise, that's taken away from what Jesus did on the cross. Never take away from what Jesus did on the cross. You cannot substitute yourself for Jesus. But he can substitute himself for you. He did substitute himself for you. Thank you. So the Bible is God's picture book to change your heart. Everything. Jesus spoke in parables. He gave people pictures. He just gave them words. He gave them pictures to think about. Abraham was a man with pictures. Check this out. And, and well, let me go to Psalm uh, one, two, and three. The, it, you know the, the word "meditate" on God's word. We always say, "Hey, memorize this scripture. Memorize this scripture." It's not a memorization thing. It needs to be in your heart. Check this out. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. Meditate. Meditate on his word. Meditate on his word. Now, that's the old law, the old covenant. We're in a new law. The new law is, man, we love as Jesus loved us. That's how we love people. We did that a couple weeks ago, right? He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. See, God gives a picture. He says, this is what I want you to meditate on. I never saw this before, church. Look, meditate on his word day and night. What about it? Am I just speaking words? Am I just meditating on the scripture? No, he wants you to see it like a picture. Be like a, a tree planted, a tree planted by rivers of water. Rivers of water is a picture of peace. When I go to the beach and I sit in a, in a beach chair 10 feet from where the water is, that's the most peaceful place I could be. I love it. And then I got kids coming up dumping junk on me, all right? And then, and then I'm reminded where I am. Right? <laughs> Have we ever been to the beach, Mike, where we just mean just got to sit? No. But the women get to go do their thing. That's another story. But you know what I mean? How many of you guys have a peaceful place in your mind that you know that's your place? Right? I'm going to go ahead and tell you Disney is not it. <laughs> I thought I enjoyed Disney and had peace at Disney, but in the summertime when it's 150 and the lines are three hours and 40 minutes long. If you have to walk up to a line and you have to count in your head what 90 minutes is, <laughs> that's an hour and a half. <laughs> you don't need to be standing in that line, man. None of that has to do with any of this, right? <laughs> this is where Ivy would say, okay, anyway, anyway, anyway. All right. Uh, but be, he wants you to see yourself like a tree planted. What, what is that picture of? A tree planted. This is an oak tree. An oak tree planted. Planted. The roots are deep. Nothing's going to shake it. He wants you to meditate on that. He wants you to be like a tree planted. Right? And the rivers of water. That, that it brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither. That's an, in, in the original. It's an evergreen leaf. It, it stays green forever. It doesn't wither. He wants you to see yourself like that. That you're not dying, you're not, you're not, you're not destined by your illness, that you are a leaf that will never wither. Because we have life forever. 
That's what he wants you to be reminded. When you meditate, see that? Med- don't forget the context. When you meditate on it day and night, meditate it like a tree planted. That means you're secure. That means nothing can shake you. And your leaves are green forever. And whatever you do, see, that's that word that most pastors won't, they'll skip over that part. We ain't skipping over it. Whatever he does, shall you say it, church? Prosper. Prosper. And if you look up the word, it literally means that you will be successful. And I don't apologize for it because God said it. I'm not saying it. God said it. Well, you're the prosper guy. No, I'm not. I preach what the word says. And I'm tired of people in my life that used to tell me that's not for me. If you say that's not for you, guess what? Won't be for you. I don't preach prosperity. I preach in a, a God who is able. I preach in a God who is able. So for me, it's not about money. It's that I don't preach money. I don't preach God's going to make you rich. But I do know that God's going to meet every single one of your needs and wants. You know how I know that? Because the Bible says, he is my shepherd. I shall not lack. Do you believe the church? The truth, baby. All right. Psalm 128. Check this out. When you eat the labor of your hands, you shall be. Oh, but God doesn't want you happy. God doesn't want you happy. He wants you content. Okay. God wants you to know. See, when, when, when the Bible says that Jesus is our joy, our joy is found in Christ. When you think of the word joy, do you think content? Crazy happy. Happy enough to dance in your boxers. Like David. And the church, the people, the old school will look around and mock you and laugh at you and say, what is he doing? Uh, the, 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 the prodigal son that went away. Remember when he came back, his brother was he heard singing and dancing in the house. And it made him mad. But that's a picture of what's going on in churches these days that, that man, people are so free and joyful and happy that they express it. And it makes religious people angry. Today, it does that. Right? Try going to another church, raising your hand above your shoulders, clapping, laughing, laughing during communion. It won't work. And we don't do it to be disrespectful. We do it because we're at our Father's table, and he wants us to be happy and joyful. We don't do it in disrespect. We're not unholy because we don't treat it holy. Christ is my holiness. I can't be holy. He is my holiness. Isn't that a good place to be, church? It's a celebration. It's happy. <laughs> you shall be happy. You shall be happy. It's, it's crazy, man. No, you can't be happy. No, you shall be happy. It's almost like he's like, you shall be happy. Stop overthinking and just be happy. And it shall be well with you. Anybody want some of that action? Yeah. What about your wife? What does God think about your wife? Your wife shall be like a fruitful vine in the very 
heart of your house. <laughs> My wife was a fruitful vine. Thank you, Lord. Some things you don't want to claim. <laughs> but let me tell you something. If, if, if you are a couple who struggles with this, and, and maybe uh, you know some couples that have struggled with this. We had a couple in this church. We still do that struggle with this. But the Bible says your wife shall be like a fruitful vine in the very heart of your home. God says, man, in his word, there shall be none barren. That's Deuteronomy 28. That's Abraham's blessings, which are ours today. But if your heart doesn't believe it, if it hasn't dropped down in here, I can say this all day long to people, man. I can say this all day long. God doesn't want you barren because that's what the Bible says. He does not want you barren. But couples are struggling with this, man. They're going to doctors. But how many of you guys know that the minute they stop going to doctors and they rest, all of a sudden, they got twins. Amen? Uh, seriously, how many of you guys know that? that? So the more you're working in your mind, you're working, there's no rest, there's no peace in your heart, but the moment you're resting, that's when, that's when the magic happens. Well, nine months before that, it's when... <laughs> your children, like olive plants, all around your table. Olive plants is anointing. That's what that means. Your children are anointing. Our children in this church are anointed. When they, go to, when they go to other churches, when they go to other schools, when they go anywhere else, they're anointed. There's something different about them. There's something, and people see there's something different about them. And they're like, what is wrong? Not what is wrong, but man, that is beautiful. That's a beautiful representation of what Christ is. Our children are anointed. Anointed means protected. They're protected wherever they go. You don't have to fear. Your children are protected. They're a blessing wherever their feet touch, whatever their hands touch, whatever their eyes see. They bring the blessing of God. And people see it. They're anointed. But where does it all start, man? In your heart. In your heart. All this is in your heart. He wants, God wants you to see yourself like a tree. He wants you to know that when you work, enjoy the labor of your hands. Be happy. Don't worry. That, that, that wasn't part of the note. Let me show you Abraham real quick and we'll be done. This is Abraham's story. I want you to see how God had to change his heart. Now, listen, God can give us a miracle right now. He can do that. We'll have our miracle. But sometimes God, sometimes the norm for God is he wants to change your heart. He wants you to live by faith. He wants you to see he's not just a God of miracles, but trust him through the entire process. Sometimes we have to wait upon the Lord. Sometimes he doesn't do it like that. But it doesn't stop him from doing it. Amen? Because he's good, guys, all the time. Look what, look, what, look what God told Abram. This is before his name changed. Abram. This is, uh, and the Lord said to Abram, after Lot had separated from him, lift your eyes now and look from the place where you are, northward, southward, eastward, and westward. For all the land which you see, I give to you and your descendants forever. He doesn't have anybody right now. He is barren. Him and his wife, Sarah, Sarah, are barren. They don't have children. But God's telling them this, right? I will give you and your descendants forever, and I will make your descendants as the dust of the earth. That's a picture. 
That's a picture of the dust. You know how dusty the earth is? Dusty. I give to you and your descendants forever, and I will make your descendants as the dust of the earth, so that if a man could number the dust of the earth, then your descendants also could be numbered. God gave him a faith picture. He says, I'm going to do this for you. You don't have children right now, but I promise you this. As the dust of the earth, you will have descendants. You see it? He gave him a faith picture. What are you seeing? What are you taking in? What's dropping down into your heart? What you see will drop down into your heart. That's why he says, keep your word. Keep my word in front of your eyes. Because whatever, all this other stuff you're looking at, Sometimes when you see a pic picture on Facebook or a picture on Instagram, you start to see lack because you see somebody else's gain. Like, why not me, Lord? That's dropping down into your heart. Instead of, thank you, Lord. I'm a blessed man. I'm not looking at what I don't have. I'm looking at what, everything I have. And the things I lack, guess what? You're more than able to meet my needs. And how often does he does it? How often does he do it, church? Every single time. A hundred percent of the time because he loves you. Beautiful. So Jesus said it this way. Look at this. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, now, I don't know what your mountain is. Your mountain could be cancer. Your mountain could be debt. Your mountain could be a child that's gone astray. Your mountain could be a husband who isn't acting like a husband. I, I, I counseled a girl last week who her mountain was her dad was just a sperm donor. And it wasn't around for her, isn't around for her. And she struggles with that. That's her mountain. But look what Jesus promises, man. This is a promise, man. Be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt where? In his heart. It's one thing to say, hey, mountain, be moved. Cancer, be gone. But, man, if you doubt in your heart, there's a problem. You cannot doubt in your heart. It says, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Good or bad. Good or bad, you're going to have whatever you say. A good man, good treasure. An evil man, evil treasure. But you will have whatever you say. That's why when you say, man, I feel like I'm getting a cold. Two days later, you have a cold. Because you said it and it, you saw it in yourself. It dropped into your heart. Boom. You see people that, that uh, you see a child that, that got in an accident, and then immediately you start to fear that your child will be in an accident. Do you think that's by accident that you had that thought? The enemy knows that. He puts that faith picture in there, man, or that non-faith picture in there. We got to replace that with faith pictures. No, my child is anointed. My child is anointed. That's what the word says. Let that drop into your heart. I love this, but believes that those things he says will be done. In, that, in the next verse, I didn't put it in there, I, I forgot, but it says, it says that um, believe that you have received them. When you say something, believe that you have already received it. Now, that's faith. Some of you guys are praying for, uh, you younger guys are praying for a partner in life maybe or decision making. Some of you guys are, are praying for your spouse that you have right now. Some of you guys are praying for your children. But if you believe that you received what you're saying already, you will have it. That's what Jesus said. That's faith. 
that can only come from the heart. When it's in your heart and you're speaking out, you know that somewhere, the last thing, you may have forgotten everything else about the Bible, about Jesus, but you know somewhere in your heart, you know that God is good. He's there. He's there. You know, back in the day before there was medicine, 100 years ago, if a child was sick, the mom would just have nothing but to pray over that child because there wasn't a CVS on every corner. All that mother had to do was rely on the father. That's all. And when you see your child lying there and you feel helpless, anybody ever felt like that? You just feel helpless. The only thing you can do is pray. Why do you pray? Because somewhere deep in here you know that God is good. Somewhere you're crying out. Not God if you're there, if you're listening. If you didn't believe he wasn't listening, you wouldn't be speaking. But somewhere in you, that spirit man, that spirit woman in you knows that God is there. But yet what you see is different. But somewhere in there, you know. That's why even a non-believer, when something bad happens in their life, the first person they come to is the people that they make fun of for going to church every Sunday. They know that there's something there. Some, Dwayne said it earlier. They're, they're, they're looking for hope. They're looking for hope. The source of hope is Jesus. Jesus is in us. We have that. That's why people will come because they're looking for hope. That's all they want is hope. They may not even understand it, but they just want hope. Amen? Love that. So go back. Did, 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 uh, did Abram, Abram get it? Did he understand it? He's like us. He, he didn't remember the dust picture, right? After these things, this is chapter 15. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Don't forget that. In a vision saying, do not be afraid, Abram. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. Shield. You know, he didn't have a baby. And everybody around him knew it. And so they would say things. But God was his shield. Those darts would just bounce off. Abraham had a haters, right? Haters, where are my haters? I don't got any. Because I'm not famous, no. AJR reference from my son over there. Anybody know who AJR is? The rest of y'all like, please don't ever do that again. Look, 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 look. <laughs> he, said, he, said, he said, do not be afraid because I'm your shield. He's your protector. That's a faith picture, a shield. You don't see God as a shield. You see God, I don't know what you visualize, but you don't usually see him as a shield. He is a shield. He wants you to see him as a shield who goes before you. Not only before you, the Bible says he's behind you. He's your rear guard. You are completely surrounded by God, completely surrounded by his protection. And he's telling Abram, hey, in a vision, remember, it's a vision. He's giving him a faith picture of who he is. He's his shield. Your exceedingly great reward. I challenge you to look up the word reward in the Hebrew. It means payday. It means bonus. It literally means monetary payment. Am I here to preach that? No, but I'm telling you, don't overlook those things. God is the one who everything comes from. Everything you make comes from the Lord. Plain and simple. No, nah, man, I, I earn what I, okay, keep believing that. If you think your boss, your employer is your paymaster, let me just tell you, you can get a phone call one day and not have that same boss anymore. But with the Lord, 
He's consistent. Everything you have comes from the Lord. All right, but Abram said, Lord God, what will you give me? Seeing, seeing I go childless. Abram, with his eyes in the natural, he saw he didn't have any child. And here God's saying, hey, I'm your shield. I'm your protector from all these people laughing at you. Remember the dust story? And he's like, no, no, yeah, yeah, I kind of do, I kind of do. He's just like us. He's just like me. Sometimes I forget who my Lord is. Sometimes I forget that he's able, more than able, to do exceedingly, abundantly more than you could ever ask or think. I forget that sometimes. I know you do too. He did too. Abram forgot that stuff. And he said, Lord, he saw. What are you seeing? What are you seeing with your own eyes? If you don't like what you see in your life, change your heart. God could have very easily said right here, man, hey, it's okay. Here's your baby. Boom, and make it happen. We've seen God do miracles like that. But sometimes he has to change your heart first. Abram's heart wasn't ready to receive the miracle of Isaac. He just wasn't ready. So God was changing his heart. He was changing the picture that he saw to change his heart. Amen? Isn't that crazy? It's just unbelievable how everything in Scripture goes together. When it really shouldn't be unbelievable. But you see it and you're like, dang. Right? He said, Lord God, what will you give me seeing I go childless? If you see that, that, that you don't have a, 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 a spouse that's acting like a, the, the, what you want him to see. You're like, how can you change my husband when I can clearly see how he's acting? You're looking at it in the natural. And, and your heart hasn't been changed. And maybe the reason why stuff isn't happening yet in your life, even though it's happened in the supernatural, it hasn't dropped down because you're seeing it in the natural. But when you start speaking like you've already received what you're asking for, you will have it. That's what the Bible says. Is the Bible true, church? Always. Always. So start speaking like you've already received it. And the only way you can do that, the only way you can do that is faith. Just a little bit of faith that drops in your heart. Seeing I go childless, and the heir of my house is Eleazar of Damascus. That literally means the gift of God. <laughs> he didn't even know what his name meant, but he said, the, the, the only thing that I have, the only heir I have is the gift of God. Even God put that in there. Amen? Isn't that beautiful? So drop down. Just a couple verses. Then he brought him outside and said, look now toward heaven and count the stars. He gave him another faith picture. Don't forget, he was sleeping. He came to him in a vision. And now he brings him outside and says, look to the heaven. Count the stars. And I, I wish there was a pause button right there where, where you can understand what Abram did. He stopped and he looked up and he literally counted the stars. How many stars are out there? <laughs> that, that's his passion bucket right there boy uh, he, that's his that's right up his alley think about that though man all the stars he couldn't God said count the stars he gave him a picture and I believe he went up there and saw every one of them stars going Abba 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 Abba, Abba. count the stars Count the stars. He said, he said, count the stars if you are able to number them. And he said to him, so shall, so shall your descendants be. 
and he believed in the Lord and he accounted to him for righteousness. His heart has been changed. He saw the stars. He got another faith picture. God, God didn't give up if, if you don't see the first faith picture. He'll come back and with another faith picture. Dust, stars, came back with another faith picture. This time Abraham believed them and God counted them as righteousness. You know why? Because he had a heart change. He had a heart change. Now his name changes. Check this out. Two chapters later. No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham, for I have made you a father. I have made you a father. Fact check. Is his wife pregnant? No. But I have made you. Past tense. God doesn't live in time. He doesn't live in this time that we live in. He already knows what's going to happen. I have made you a father of many nations. Changed his nation. Many nations. Changed his name. He went from Abram to Abraham. Father of many. So now every time Sarah said, he's out there working, Sarah's like, hey, father of many, father of many, dinner is ready, come on in, right? Everybody's like, those people are crazy. They don't have kids. They don't have kids. Yeah, but don't tell them that, right? You know how people talk? People are crazy, but it's by faith. His heart's been changed. He knows. God said, I've made you. It's past tense. Let me just remind you that you were blessed. It's past tense. You're not trying to be blessed. You are blessed. Every blessing you have has been given to you at the cross, which happened way before you were here. But its effects last today. That's why it's called perfect passive tense. Passive meaning we don't have to do anything to get those. Except believe in your heart. Don't doubt in your heart. Amen? You drop down, but my covenant I will establish with Isaac, whom Sarah shall bear to you at this set time next year. God named him before he came. Isaac's name is mentioned in the Bible before Isaac's in the Bible. You think God knows what he's doing? Yeah, yeah. Look, how long did Abraham have to wait to see this manifest? After his heart changed, after he declared, after God declared him righteous. One year. But listen, I'm going to submit to you that it was even shorter. It was three months. Because nine months out of that year, she's pregnant. But he first started seeing it three months later. Would you agree, ladies? Something happens during that first month. You change a little bit. Thank you. I was just waiting for somebody to agree. I'm, I think that's what happens. I know what happened with my wife. I was like, what's wrong? I'm just joking. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, how many of you guys know that when you see a pregnant woman, even if my daughter Hannah's pregnant right now, they, they have a glow about them. You can't tell me Sarah didn't have a glow about it. The faith that it took to get there. Sarah was, he was 99 years old. 99. Then people must have been like, and there was no Viagra back in the day. 99. And the Bible says, listen, I'm being honest. Amen. The, and and to, the, to the pure, all things are pure. But let me tell you this. The Bible says that Sarah's youth was renewed. In fact, she, her youth was so renewed that there were two kings that saw her and wanted her. And it wasn't because she was some spiritual thing. They had eyeballs. They were like, whoa, who's that? 
Bro, she's like 99. It's that keto diet. <laughs> man, don't, don't try to spiritualize it, man. Those two kings were not godly kings. They saw with their eyes. Her youth was renewed. So, lady, your youth, your, in your heart, literally, when, you, when your heart is changed, when your heart is changed and you start speaking out, your whole body is different. The issues of life come from your heart. Don't like what you see in the mirror? Start speaking out differently. Let it come from your heart. Sarah was changed. God's saying that today, yesterday, and forever. Amen? Amen? This is it right here. We'll be done. So this is John 14. I wanted to show you. Jesus says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. That's the only thing we have to do is let not. The only thing we have to do is let not. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Let not. That's it. How do we do that? Listen, he's given us his peace. You want peace in your heart? You want peace the way you, you manifest things when you speak them out? If they come from a heart that's at peace, life will be just what you're looking for. You will have peace in your life when you have peace here. And he says, I've given it to you. See, I leave it with you. Isn't that what it says? I leave my peace with you. Let not your heart be troubled. So when Satan tries to get in there with pictures and you're watching the news, you're like, man, this world is crap. It literally is crap. This world is so divided. And you're looking at people, politicians, music artists, athletes. You're looking at all this stuff going around that are coming in your eyeballs. And you're forgetting who the creator is. That he's still in charge. And that he loves people. Everybody. Not just your people. All people. They're all his people. He loves people. And now you start to see it. Because now... You're letting his word into your eyes and drop into your heart, and now they're coming out of your mouth. You see it? You see the process there, guys? So important that we get that. And look what it does to the church. The church should be, the church should be leading this march. Honestly, we should be leading this march. Now it came to pass as he sat at the table with them. These are the two disciples that walked back after Jesus died on the cross. Right? They walked back. At, at, now it came to pass. As he sat at the table with them, that he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they knew him. They knew Jesus. Their eyes were opened. When? When he broke bread. When he reminded them of the finished work of the cross. He broke the bread. Their eyes were opened. They saw who Jesus was. That's who's been walking with them the whole time. And then, and then it says their eyes were opened. They knew him, and he vanished from their sight. And they said to one another, did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us on the road and while he opened up the scriptures to us? Remember, keep his words in front of your eyes. This Jesus was walking with him. You're walking with Jesus when you have his words in front of you. You're walking with Jesus when you're reading scripture on your phone. But what if you can't read on your phone? What if you're driving? You're walking with Jesus when you have faith pictures. You see that yourself is a planted tree. Unshakable. You see that your God is your shield. There's a shield around your car. That's faith pictures. That's keeping his word in front of your face. Amen. And when you do that, man, he, he, he's not there. He disappeared. But now it's by faith. Now it's by faith. And I love this part. Look at this. Did not. Uh, see up there where it says, then their eyes 
Poor like they, they had two separate eyes, right? Two, two different people, two separate eyes. They, they, they were open. But look right here. Did not our heart, one heart, because when you focus on Jesus and you focus on the finished work, you focus on all the blessings that you have. And if you don't have the blessings in front of you, start speaking them out from a heart that they will be there. When you do that, church, look, we have one heart. One heart. We're not looking at the world that's trying to divide us. We are united in Christ. And the world needs to be needs to know that the church is united in Christ. You have pastors from totally different backgrounds come together. How? We have one heart. All we want people to do is see Jesus. When we can turn people's eyes to Jesus, that's where peace comes from. And that's how it works. So diligently with all you can guard your heart how do you guard it the bible told us we see god's shield around us he's doing the garden it's not it's saying see him see his word guarding you he does all the work church all we gotta do is believe in our heart that he is able so I don't know what's going on with you guys. I don't know what issues you're facing in life. It could be a business thing. It could be a family thing, a financial thing, a child thing. Let me, let me just say this. Whatever it is, see yourself as a tree firmly planted in the ground by the rivers of peace. And know that your children are anointed. Know that your wife is fruitful. Know the truths of God. But know them from here. And then they start coming out. And, and like Abram, they'll think you're crazy. They'll think you lost it. But the more you speak out what you want to see happen, you speak out that you have peace. Speak out that there's people that love you when you feel like you're not loved. Speak out that God has a perfect plan when you feel like your family is not around anymore. You feel doubt about your future. Let me tell you something. Your future is bright in Christ. Bright in Christ. You're looking at a man who tried to take his life. Because he didn't think he had a future. And now look what I'm doing. And it's not for me. But I know that God can use people. When you're weak, God can come in with his strength. Use you to change lives. And I'm a walking testimony of it. And that brother right there should have never made it out of his neighborhood. But look what he's doing today. Leading people to the throne. And God is not just saying that's for pastors. He's not a respecter of persons. Everything is for you. Everything has been given to you, church. Rise up. Believe in your heart. Speak out by faith and watch it manifest. I literally meant like rise up. <laughs> rise up, church. You're like, what does that mean? <laughs> hey, did you learn something today, church? Give Jesus a hand because it all is because of him. All of it. Listen, I know there's a lot going on. I don't want to, uh, we want to focus on the kids right now and the, and, the, and, the, and the college students, those guys going back to school. Um, it, even if you're a student of any age and you're going back to school, we want to pray over you. Pastor Dwayne's going to pray over you. And, uh, but I want you to know if you have a prayer request, make sure you see me or Pastor Dwayne afterwards. We'll pray with you. We'll remind you who you are. We'll remind you who your God is, that he's your shield, your defender. Amen. Amen. Your protector. He's anointed you. You, you have been given so much, you don't even know the power that you have. Mm -hmm. You will do greater things than Jesus did here. Yes. That, no, no, that just should blow your mind. Mm -hmm. 
But it's the truth. It's the truth. It, it, listen, if you need prayer, we'll pray with you. If you're looking for a church, this is what we do. It's what we believe. It's We make mistakes. Amen. Amen. But we don't focus on those mistakes. Amen. We, we know we focus on our Savior. That's who we are. If you want to be a part of that, here we are. You can just come up, fill out this, this little, little card. Let us know that you want to join. More importantly, if you don't know who Jesus is, if you sat in this room, I guarantee you know who he is now. I guarantee the Spirit does all that. The Spirit draws people to himself. I guarantee you know who he is. Maybe you thought you knew who Jesus was. Maybe you thought you had an idea of what he did for you. But if you all of a sudden figured out that he did everything for you, that he made you righteous, that he is the gift that keeps on giving, that he is life to everything that you're looking for. If you haven't accepted him, I'd love to pray a prayer with you. It's a quick prayer. God made it simple. Amen. Say with your mouth, confess with your mouth, Jesus, as your Lord, and believe in your heart. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> There's another verse right there on the back of your bulletin. <laughs> believe in your heart that yeah. God raised him from the dead. In other words, you believe he's alive today. The Bible says you shall be saved right there. Nowhere does it say confess your sins. You don't have to confess them. God knows you're a sinner. Mm -hmm. And you know, too, that's why you're coming to Jesus. Right. If that's you, I'd love to pray that prayer with you, too. But right now, we're going to ask. I'm going to turn it over to Pastor Dwayne. We're going to pray over the kids. If you are out there and you haven't come down here yet, high school students, college students, Juna. <laughs> come on, down students, students ahead, of all age, uh, teachers. Oh, teachers, yeah. Um, any Praise administrators, Kelly. anyone that works at the schools around this is our Kelly's kids. Get all of our parents and teachers in. Everyone else, just come and uh, let's come and surround all of our, our our students and teachers. This is a family affair, amen. We won't be here long, but we want to make sure that we do this and we do it right. Amen. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this opportunity, Father, to to come before your throne of grace, Father, on behalf of our, our students, Father, and our, our teachers, our administrators, Father. We thank you uh, for this time of year, Father, where they get ready to go back to school. And so, Father, we just want to speak a blessing over them for this year, Father. We know that it's your desire that they prosper, Father, that they will have success this year. And I thank you, Father, for anointing our children, anointing our teachers, whether it be in the public schools, the private schools, the home school, it doesn't matter, colleges, no matter where they're going, Father, we just thank you for anointing them, Father. We thank you for giving them uh, the ability, Father, to learn. Thank you for increasing, Father, uh, their intellect, Father. Thank you for giving them anointed intellect, Father. We thank you for giving them the mind of Christ. Thank you, Father, for giving them an overcoming spirit, Father. Thank you for giving them a desire to not just go to school, but to learn, to be educated, Father, and to, to receive, Father, all that it is that you have for them. Thank you, Father, for the passion that's going to be developed in them as they go throughout this year, Father. Thank you for uh, giving our teachers and our administrators a heart uh, for these kids, Father, a desire to see them prosper, Father, to, to see them be successful, Father. Thank you for uh, putting, it, putting it on their hearts now, Father, to truly care about these kids, Father, and to really impart into them, Father, things that uh, would, would benefit them, Father, that would cause them to grow, Father, and to grow up into the, the men and women, Father, that you have called and created them to be, Father. We thank you, Father, for protecting them. We thank you, Father, for your angels of protection that are encamped all about them, Father. We thank you for protecting them from all manner of, 
of, of attacks of the enemy, Father. We thank you for the blood of Jesus that continuously flows over them, Father, protecting their lives from every side, Father. We stand against every uh, attack, and, and, and we, we, we just thank you, Father, for, for shielding them, Father, from all manner of, of just accidents and incidents, Father, that uh, would cause harm to them, Father. We thank you uh, for giving them faith, Father, to believe you, Father, even when they don't think that they have the ability, Father. I pray, Lord, that you would remind them of the faith that you that they have been given, Father. They would put that faith in you and that they would call out to you and they would ask you and they will seek you, Father, and that, Father, you would reveal yourself to them throughout this year, Father. We thank you for your hand being upon their lives, Lord. We thank you for leading and guiding them. Thank you, Father, for giving our children, Father, wisdom beyond their years. Father, and those who are going to new schools this year, Father, are going to grades that would introduce them to new uh, surroundings, Father. Pray, Lord, that you would just give them supernatural grace, Father, to be able to, uh, to, to not fit in, but, Father, just to, uh, and not to conform, but to continue to allow you to transform them, Father, and to grow into the person that you've made them to be. And, Father, I thank you for strengthening them, and thank you, Father, for... Um, patience, Father, on behalf of our teachers, with our students, Father, who may have difficulty, Father, learning. Pray, Father, that you would just uh, help them, Father, give them the wisdom to be able to help each and every child, Father. We just thank you for the good success that you're going to bring about into their lives this year. All this we seek and pray in the mighty name of Jesus. We let the church say amen. 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 We are dismissed. <laughs>